What up, guys? We have amazing news. If you haven't already heard, Prop 60 fucking failed. California came to its fucking senses and said no to this bullshit. The porn industry will survive and stay in California. It's a fucking amazing thing. So, this episode was recorded, obviously, before we got the election results. We talk about Prop 60 quite a bit. It's cool. Thank you. Everyone in California who voted against Prop 60, we love you from the bottom of our fucking black hearts. Before I continue rambling, let's just get on with this shit. We are 288. We are 288. We are 288 podcast. This is your host, Matt Slayer. And this is your host with the tits, Mr. Even Star. Joining us from the Doom Palace in lovely Hollywood, California. Sort of. Ish. Ish. Kind Hollywood of. adjacent. Hollywood adjacent. I think that's I think that's fair. Porno Valley, whatever. Ish. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, Porno Valley, absolutely. I, I'm just making I don't even really know where I am. Fuck. That's okay. You've only been here a hundred times, so you don't have to know. The car knows the way. It's just how I get home at night, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just automatic. It just goes. Tonight we are drinking two stars bourbon. Hopefully, like, it's worth more than two stars. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, the two star bourbon is from Kentucky, and it's named for the municipal flag of Louisville, Kentucky. And it's won some shit. And you can tell that I did not think of this description on my own, but that's okay. <laughs> It should be good. We hope it's good. Also we, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering whether I should just like stay quiet the whole time yeah. for the intro or No, no, you definitely to... should. You, it's okay. okay. You're it's one of your guests who actually gets the idea of cues. It's awesome. Okay, well I want to say there was some funny shit earlier and I want to acknowledge that cuz I didn't laugh, but <laughs> Also on the podcast, the uh, the handsome voice you just heard is Mr. Mickey Mod. He, you could have probably seen him and his beautiful penis all over Kink, X Confessions, Evil Angel, you know, your porn websites of choice. He has directed for Adam and Eve. He was the editor for Behind Kink. You can see him in Black Snake Oil 3. That was directed by Aiden Starr coming out. And he was also in my Kink Flamingos gangbang, which was white trash as fuck. And it yes. was glorious and amazing. It was so awesome. Thank you for coming on it our was... show. Welcome, welcome, Thank welcome. You. Thank you. It was awesome. And, and fun fact, I hadn't had it in the butt in a long time. So Mickey was the one that got me ready. And he was the sweetest, most amazing Five stars. Thank you. Would recommend. Thank you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I, I look forward to seeing that Yelp review. Cause yeah, if only. You got to be sweet with the best I stuff. feel like there should be like some low-key like review site. For porno like, Yelp review? Yeah, like porno Yelp review, you know. Trademarked. Mine, mine, <laughs> mine, mine. Yeah, that would make some money. That would that would get some traffic there. Fucking performers could rate each Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I feel, I don't know. I feel like it would be like good intentions, but then it would get like catty and weird. Like, oh, it'll definitely get weird. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm fucking all about it. I'm all about the weird, the cattiness. But if it's, I can, the cattiness if will if come it's with like it. anonymous, maybe you could like, 
you it kind of eliminates. I feel like that. I feel like it would get way cattier if it was anonymous. I feel like if you had to be like accountable for what you said. Okay, so yeah, it has to be linked to your Twitter profile or something like that. Yeah, but it'll get horrible real fast, even if it was anonymous, because some girl would be like. Yo, I did this scene and like described the scene vividly. He was blah, blah, you know, just talk all this shit and be like, but I know exactly who you are. I know what scene that was. Yeah, it that probably happened yeah, too. Yeah, people will just out themselves. It, it wouldn't work. Either way, five stars to Mickey. Thank you. <laughs> five stars to your to your butthole. Thank you. Yeah, so it was sweet. very it was very nice. It was very comforting. It was it was warm. I appreciate Yay. a girl. With a warm uh, butthole, it's I love, very nice. I love a nice review. I mean, cold buttholes are generally dead girls, right? We wouldn't know. I, nope. I, no, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't know. I've never had a cold butthole. Sometimes you put some ice cubes in there. Why you gotta you know, fucking? Why you gotta shit bit? on my like? On like someone being nice to me. Like I'm not even trying to land a joke right now. Like someone's just being nice to me, and you're like, er, nope, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately curious about cold buttholes. You don't have one. Stop looking at me like that. Mm-mm. See? Mm-mm. You, you've upset Brody. <laughs> I think you upset Brody. <laughs> you upset Brody. He's like, don't talk about... Don't be don't mean to my mom. Don't talk about my mom's butthole. Don't, don't be mean to my mom when someone's being nice to her butthole. No disrespect for your butthole. Thank you. I appreciate that. And now I just feel kind of guilty that we have a five-star porno guy here and I only got two-star bourbon. hey you gotta have your drum set set up for a rim shot on that one i mean to be fair where's gage with the fucking crickets to be fair (laughs) gold medal in like the san francisco spirits competition but just the name two star makes it sound bad when you compare it to something that's five star it's pretty tasty actually it is yeah a gold medal in a san francisco competition i feel is is pretty yeah that's pretty good i lived in san francisco for for quite some time and san francisco it loves its booze how long did you live there uh 20 years holy shit yeah Yeah. so that does count as quite some time i grew up in the bay area like oakland and um well i i was born in baltimore and then moved uh, when I was 12 to like Oakland. Oh, then, cool. where yeah. in Baltimore did you live? Um, I actually lived in, I was born in Baltimore, but I lived in Columbia, Maryland. So okay. like Howard County. So yeah. That's cool. No, I uh, dated a girl that lived in Columbia for a while. So I'm a little familiar with that area. Yay. Yeah. So that's so cool. There's a, there's a handful of uh, porn folk from, from uh, Maryland. From yeah. Baltimore, it's not nearly like, as many as from Ohio, but there's a few of us. Yeah. There's a handful, like Daisy Ducati. She's from Maryland. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think she's from, um, I don't remember, but she's definitely from Maryland. Yeah. And, uh, Jack Hammer's from Baltimore. Okay, yeah, I think I knew that. I think I knew that. That's so cool. Yeah, be more represent, stand up. Yep. So all the Maryland folk went up to the Bay Area originally, I guess. I guess you guys should have gone up there, too. <laughs> well, because that just speaks to how slutty Baltimore can really be. I mean, I did. It's was, eclectic and slutty and beautiful, and there's water. There's every... Honestly, Maryland is fucking dope as hell. Like, yep. you can go to the beach, the mountains, the fucking city, whatever, all in, like, within three hours. The fall is beautiful, you know? It's great. It's cool shit. It's all right. No, like it's it. pretty cool. You like it. I've been. I enjoyed myself. It's, it's a good shit. It's good shit, man. I like it. I miss it. The first sexual encounter I had outside of Illinois actually happened in Maryland. So See, yeah. it's a magical place. It's straight up magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice little Jewish girl, you know, just in the in PG County. It was good times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. 
Who doesn't like a nice little Jewish girl? Right? It's true. White supremacists, I guess? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They don't like a lot of stuff. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. 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 I feel like I feel like the the don't like list is way longer than the like list. Like it'd be a lot easier to just list what they like as opposed to what they don't. Other white people. Yeah, that's about it. Some other white people. Yeah. Barbecues, from what I hear. From some of the documentaries I've seen, (laughs) they like barbecues. They like to cook out, you know? Yeah. (laughs) They like to live communally and cook out and white people. They they really have embraced the outdoors, I will say. Yeah, they do. They really like it. Like, every... Seriously, I I, I don't know. Like, I'm into, like, weird, like, cult mentalities and stuff like that. So, I've, you know, I've seen my my share of, uh, like, like, Nazi Aryan fucking, like, weird white supremacist documentaries and a lot of times they do live like in the middle of fucking nowhere in the woods and cook out and like hunt their own shit and everything like it's it's yeah it's, it's yeah they're ready for it they're they are seriously ready yeah, and for guns the race they also like guns white supremacists like gum, guns yeah. and weapons a lot yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's you know because the race war yeah because the race war <laughs> You you keep an eye on that shit when you're a black person in this country. You you're definitely like aware of like oh yeah let me check out this like you know white supremacist documentary just so I like know yeah if no I, you like, got yeah see a tattoo it's a, it's a safety thing you mm-hmm. know I um, I agree because there was actually I was watching a documentary recently and there was a symbol that I myself even at one point in time I lived with someone that was like a white supremacist like I was not familiar with and I was like you know the more you know. Because it was like kind of low key and something I would have never guessed mm-hmm. as like a white supremacist tattoo. So, you know. Yeah, my Jewish ass looks out for pretty much the same reason. Yeah. 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 yeah Matt, Matt knows. And on that note. I look out because I just don't like being friends with fucking assholes. Well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's safe to say that they're shitty people. I. Yeah. It's pretty safe to say. Yeah, like yeah. you can you can still make like a nice cheesecake and show up for the PTA and still be a shitty person. Dead ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the supremacists are making good cheesecake either. I don't uh, I don't know. I don't know. Have you had supremacy? I don't know, cheesecake? but I, I was no, I haven't, but I was on like a um a murder bilia website recently and at one point in time the KKK did put out a cookbook. <laughs> Two versions. One, the cookbook was spelled with a K. Um, but they had two versions that they were selling to like uh, raise money for the legal fees of some white white fucking KKK guy that was on trial for something. So, I mean, apparently they do like, have some type of skills in the I kitchen. I like how you added that clarifier, white KKK Yeah, guy. I was just about to comment on that. I'm like, wait. Well, I was going to say white supremacist, and then I was like, white supremacist KKK. It sounds like I, I like to repeat redundancy. Like... I was just confused if there was maybe a Hispanic KKK guy that might have been on trial. It could have been like the what was that Bad Boys Two, where like uh, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are like dressed as the Klan. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. See, scene. see, you know. Or the Chappelle Show skit. Oh yeah, yeah where yeah, he's the, you know, the blind, blind, the blind black mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, it doesn't really. Oh, oh yeah, I remember so, that one. Yeah, so good, so fucking good. That was just like a good movie for like good moment for like television history of like Dave Chappelle doing the like the black blind. Oh, like absolutely. Clan member. So good. Mm-hmm. Chappelle did so much good shit. We actually got to go see Neil Brennan do his last yeah, show. Yeah, that's a good segue because oh, nice. I forgot his uh, last name. So, <laughs> well, But we that. got to go see uh, his, uh, uh, like a recording for his special. Net- it's yeah, called, his Netflix it's special. Netflix, it's called like Three Mics or something. Yeah, Three oh, Mics. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Really when he gets good. to that I'm one mic, that though, it hits you right in the feels. Yeah, dude. Like, because there was like, one he said was like for just like straight up like jokes one was for stand-up material and one was for like real life like i'm kind of like doing like monologue like anecdotal 
<clears throat> stuff from my life. And we were all like, oh, okay, whatever. And then this mic was cool. The other mic on the other end was cool. But as soon as he got to that middle mic, I was like, Ugh. like, got to tense up, got to tense up the feels because I was like, yes, no, stop, yes. Yeah, and he it talks was, about yeah. shit like his depression <coughs> and his relationship with his father yeah, who died. Yeah, like anxiety issues and stuff like that. Like, wow. Yeah, like That's he got like, like real, you know. Goes there. And, uh, it, it sounds was, good. It was very, well, it was really very good. good. When it comes out on Netflix, I recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it was a, it was a very good time. Okay, I'll check. Uh, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for that. Neil Neil Brennan. Yep. All right, cool. The co-creator of the Chappelle Show. It's so crazy to hear him talk about. Yeah, even when the Chappelle Show was at its prime, he didn't experience happiness. Famous is difficult. I, I'd imagine it's just like. I think it's all relative because it's yeah. like if the like if the outside world can see you as famous, but like if the people that are closest to you, which in in his situation was the case, they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's not really a big deal. Like it doesn't matter how yeah. many how many millions of people think you're hilarious if the people that are the most important to you think that you're a piece of shit and it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's not. It's bad. hard it's, to it's feel like it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So cheers to um, Neil Brennan. Uh, yeah, Neil Brennan and his fucking making feelings and sharing his experiences too. Like that that's uh it's pretty brave to stand yeah. up in front of a bunch of people and share your experience like that. Stand up in front of a live audience and do it and he's been And doing then it also up. put it on Netflix too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Well, and that had been an off-Broadway show for a while. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. That's cool. Yeah, he's been touring and doing it and we just got to see the the final polished product of it. It's for Netflix. Okay, cool. One of the beautiful perks of living in sunny Los Angeles is getting to go to free tapings. That is, that is one of the things that I, I have really enjoyed about the, the times I've come down to L.A. and had friends who live here. I got to see um, a advanced screening of Human Centipede. Oh, wow. Nice. Like maybe like nine months before it came out. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. And I tried to explain it to like one of my best friends and in a drunken voicemail that went something a little along with like, Carl. Me and Zeke just saw this movie, Human Centipede. It's exactly what you think it is about people <laughs> having their asses sewn to their mouth. And he gave me shit for like so long about that being like, you said the most ridiculous shit on my voicemail. Oh my God. And then it comes and out. And then it comes out. And he was like, and you were exactly right. You were exactly right. <laughs> that is awesome. That is fucking rad as hell. Holy shit. God, dude. Cool shit. But also, yeah, I know. But I also was. Yesterday, because yesterday I was just like a straight up zombie. Like, I was just like a shell of a person. I was so tired because of uh, things from the night before I told you off mic that are not going on mic. I ended up watching this. Uh, I got that ID Go app, the Investigation Discovery channel, which is Ooh. like just a bunch of like uh, crime shows and murder shows and so shit. So it's just murder porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, but they had this show called like Dangerous Persuasions or whatever. So it was like, <laughs> and I'm really into like, because, you know, I've already seen like all everything on Jonestown and like that movie, The Sacrament, that was like uh, based on it. And I've seen like, Going Clear. And I've like, I've watched like all, you know, all the shit. So I was like, oh, what is this? And I look into it and it's more cult shit. But it's all from like different people that were theirs, direct point of view. And it's like their story. Yo, that shit's dope. If you got that ID, go out watch it. Uh, I probably do. You should. I'll add it to my fucking list. It's it's good because they have they have a couple different ones on Scientology that were cool because they were like in the same like thing, but they were different like angles. So it was really cool. And then they had one from 
two survivors from Jonestown. Yup. Yeah. Very cool. Did they and, not drink uh, the Kool-Aid or did they survive the Kool-Aid? No, it's, I'm not going to tell you because hashtag spoiler alert. I have Google. I'll just find just out. Don't. Just don't. Just watch it. Literally, it's like 45 <laughs> minutes of your life. Stop. That's 45 minutes I cannot get back. I know, but you send me Snapchats of you watching movies and I can't get that time back. So, like, throw me a bone. 15 seconds versus fucking 45 minutes. But 15 seconds over how long, bro? How many 15 seconds at a time? It all adds up. It all adds I'm gonna up. Send Have more. you ever seen Rent? It all adds up. I'm going to send more now. I'm just going to sit there and continually Snapchat a whole movie as I watch it. Just Snapchat, just Snapchat you watching that fucking shit and I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm that gonna, way you're wasting your time, you're wasting my time. It's all relative, whatever. I'll hold a mirror, Snapchatting me. Ooh, I'll figure out the angle. Snapchat <laughs> sort of deal. Snapchat inception going on. I've, Snapception? Snapception. There we go. Yep, that's a good one. Hey. Hey. <laughs> if I start up a second account, I could use two devices and then... Never mind. This is getting way off. Yeah, the rails. you're getting real deep into it. That's real deep. I'm inspired. You inspired me. Oh, see, thank you. Oh, friendship. Have you ever been inspired by a dead girl? Like, do you want to like just talk about how not inspired I am? Yeah, actually, to, like, I've been totally girl? inspired by dead girls <laughs> to drink more and travel more. Well, that makes sense. Actually, that's a loaded question because I've been inspired by a lot of dead people too. So, nice try. Brr, brr, brr. Just rewind. <laughs> And her pussy with oh, no, no, <laughs> nope, no, no, nope. you're nope. That's a hard, that's a hard limit with our friendship. <laughs> nope, don't want it. No, wow, we just we just jumped right in. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're not going to tell Mickey anything about the podcast. We're just going to just see what happens. But you know, we expect our guests to listen once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you, not, you, you've no. met me before, so you yeah. know that this, yeah, this was going to be a good no, mix. He's 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 cool. It's eh. going to be good. People, we've had people on where we've I not think, I think, I think a funny, I think a funny thing would be for uh, producer Johnny to uh, tell us the first time he ever met Mickey. Yeah, that's a good story. Oh, yeah. let us hear it. <laughs> well, let me tell you a story about <laughs> AVN last year. So, there I was in a room. Okay, full you don't of- have to have the strip club voice. You're very handsome, though. I well, wish there was some music, like to. Like, I know, yeah, up, it sounded you know. very, like, very intense with that voice. What what music would you choose to pair this story with? Something with a heavy bass line. Yeah, like maybe just like solo bass tracks. Nice, low note funk or something. No, no Jerry Seinfeld shit though. But nevertheless, uh, so AVN last year. Um, I think it should be an annual thing. But there was a very well-organized porno orgy. Uh, don't, don't. You wait your turn. I'll pass you something. Hold on, on mic, Matt. On mic. Pass me the bottle, Johnny. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get some. Let Daddy get some real quick. That's fine. I, I don't care what you get. I'm Why is that not like all. the name fuck, of a Dropkick Murphy story. song? Like, I know. I feel like, like it should be. the most like, appropriate Dropkick Murphy's titled song? It Pass me the be. bottle, Johnny. Al Barr, if you're listening. Funny. Uh, that's a story. That's for off mic. So, <laughs> no names dropped, but I think there were seven ladies and then four gentlemen at the AVN orgy last year, and that's where I met Mickey. So within about the first minute or two of uh, introducing ourselves, I get to watch him do some serious vertical pumping on a 
Can I name drop? No name dropping? No, no, because the one that you want to name drop, that wasn't until the end. That wasn't like till like mid or later. It wasn't immediate. It was, but it, it was, was but it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful time. Anyway, nevertheless, it was fun. bottom line is my first encounter with Mickey, the, the image that stuck in my head the most was vertical pounding. It was hot. He's a talented gentleman. Having a hard time without dropping names. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's it is. Well, what we can, what we, well, just because, just note because you family. know we don't know if we they want them to have their yeah, business no, out there like that. But in total, there was eleven people that um, was organized by a well-known porno couple, and it was all porno people except one, but he was porn adjacent. And proud of him because he had never even had a threesome, and I he s- entered into that and performed quite yeah, well. Yeah, and we it were- was great. And it was like if you any name we the reason we can't say any names is because any name we would say is someone that you could find a lot of stuff on. Yeah, and a few of the people that were por- involved. Everybody or, was porn. Also, a few of the people involved don't perform anymore, so we don't want to throw them out there. So. And to our listeners, but it was way, not me. It was not me. Well, no. No, I'm not being sarcastic. It really was not. Me. I mean, then we'll make a ton of people jealous because no, but it was great. It was a great time. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. Yeah, it was, it was, was well organized. Everybody was. It was it was two big beds that were clean. There was plenty of wine. Yeah, it Everyone, came together it was, like real well. It was great. At one and point, like, there was a cheerleading chant for. And it was really cute. It was really cute because we all kind of rolled up in the elevator and we get in the room and there's like about three or five minutes. We're all just kind of like standing around talking. And then the uh, the the lady of the lady man couple that organized it was like, "All right, master close ceremonies off. deal." Yeah, like, yeah, she was like, "All right, close off, and you can't yeah. fuck the person you came with. Let's go." Yeah, like, Boom. and people were like really clear about like their limits and like it was yeah, well it was it was it was like it was great. Yeah, it was it was the proper way for for group fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, there was there was a lot of and for people who think that you can't have group sex without consent there was a lot of consent and asking permission because i like a lot of that happened and it was very hot i think it made it hotter personally i think it's way hot when someone like asks permission or if i'm like am i allowed to do this is it okay if i do absolutely absolutely because you know where you you know where you can go and you know that's this is one of the i think the the foundations of, of bdsm is the like the negotiation and the consent it's so explicit and you know, most of the stuff I've done it has been BDSM stuff, and mm-hmm. that allows you. Even though people are often like look at like extreme like BDSM stuff and like say like, oh, that's the worst, and that's the most degrading thing, and that's the most exploitive no, thing. No, no, no. That is the most extreme example of people communicating like what their needs are and what their boundaries are, and respecting that in a way that lets them be like free in a like a very a place you don't get to see. I, I view, like, to the outside eye, if you are not familiar with the community or BDSM or the safe scene, consensual, anything like that, it can look really hardcore. But when you are in it and you are giving consent and doing all of this and you're doing these extreme things, I feel like it's, it's an insane juxtaposition because it looks crazy, but it's super intimate because yeah. there's so much trust and... You know, there's so much that goes into it outside of like, oh, let's just be crazy. Like, because I, I love the BDSM community and I love shooting for kink. Going up there is amazing. Everyone is super kind and 
everyone treats you like a like a princess or a prince or like fucking whatever and you're taken care of and it's just great like i have the best time doing it and i'm i don't know i'm about it it's pretty good i mean back on the subject of the avian orgy i really <laughs> hope that that becomes an annual thing Probably because yeah. that was. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I feel that like you'll have to swap some people in and out turnout. as people rotate in and out of the industry. Well, well, I mean that's a given. I feel like the host torch should be passed though, so it's not in the same person's room every year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Just out of, out of courtesy. You yeah, know? right. Because who wants so much sleep? going on? Because it is. Who wants to sleep in those because, wet spots? Like it was, it was wonderful and it was great, True but. Story. The aftermath, I can imagine the torn up beds, the the empty glasses of wine, the everything all over the, the place. The wet spot you have to sleep in. No, yeah. I mean, well, that's when you just call housekeeping and say, hey, uh, we I need a new mattress. That's the thing about hotels, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just get a new room and you guys might want to fumigate this place. That, you know, that is, that's a documentary right there. You interview the... Um, the housekeeping staff at the Hard Rock. I'm so surprised like it hasn't been Avian Weekend, like... Or any any time any type of convention weekend. Like I'm surprised yeah. something like that hasn't been made yet. That's okay. Well, this can is we, can we operate so, that one? Yeah, exactly. That, we're, one. that one's not going out because we're going to just do that. We need someone who speaks Spanish, though. See si, way. Because I'm feeling a lot of the housekeepers do not speak English. I'm sure there's a, there's all kinds of languages represented there, and I'm I'm sure people speak English. Yeah, dude, my fucking know. little sister was a housekeeper. I didn't mean that. No one speaks English, but I'm saying... Just saying. No, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I have, like, get all the stories, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, it actually would be really intriguing just to also just hear uncensored opinion on what's going on, too. Yeah. Also, I think it's just interesting because they, they just come into, like, the room and, like, it's whatever they find. And it's Las Vegas. So, yeah, like, so the there's, like, the anonymity yeah. of, like, you don't know what this per like, if this person is male, female, doesn't identify as either or if they like what they're doing anything like you just come into the aftermath and like see what happens yeah. and they're probably like working in like groups of like a, a few people you know so they probably are like no check this shit out like what went on in here this shit is crazy um i'm not sure because at least from i mean i'm not sure how the hotels in vegas and things like that work but when my sister was working housekeeping and from what I've seen is they usually just, they have like X amount of time to turn a room and okay. they work by themselves and like kind of go in. Sometimes they'll have someone else, but I think that that's for more like the suites yeah. and things of that nature as opposed to just okay, like yeah, the that, rooms that with makes like sense. one or with two like, beds. Like, cause I mean the hard rock has to be like, but that's why I feel like there like needs to be a documentary about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like that's a huge, huge like workforce. Oh, dude! Like, dude, the behind the scenes at those, especially those like Vegas casinos and mega hotels and all of that stuff. Like the behind the scenes is way bigger. It's got to be at least like a quarter of the capacity that they can hold there is their employment force, at least. Yeah. At least the behind the scenes shit. I'm not talking like concierge bartender stuff like that i'm talking like the behind the scenes people like housekeeping the the like maintenance staff maintenance that's the, gotta uh, be a, like yeah a room service house stuff. you know all that stuff speaking of that stuff it reminded me of what bert kreischer does in hotel rooms what who what look at those photos uh this what is the, the fuck? shit he leaves for housekeeping so bert kreischer oh, the comedian so like, it's 
plays pranks on house. Oh, so he makes like little, like fake murder scenes and weird stuff. All out sorts of, of weird things. shit. Like specifically, did he leave for- his shoes behind for this one? Oh yeah, that's weird. Yo, I wish I was balling enough to like leave clothes behind in a hotel room on purpose. Just, just to play <laughs> pranks on fucking housekeeping. <laughs> the one that's it's like the bed, like the bed's like a happy face. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I ain't. It just reminded That's me of cool. that. I'd love yeah. to interview those housekeepers. Yeah. To oh, these, see are, these are fun, though. Like, well, I honestly, at the same time, I hope the people that do that also like throw like a twenty down for housekeeping before yeah. they leave. Yeah, yeah, you got to tip well when you do shit yeah. like this. Like, but this is like, this is like I. It's you know, funny. It, it's not it's, like it's something that like makes it kind of like a magical experience which is cool and not like you just like fucked up a room and we're like shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like, you were like the tv's not like in the toilet you know? yeah like this is like some spooky stuff and then just like very like far side you know sarcastic humor sort of thing you know oh, that's cool definitely but i'd love to interview those housekeepers to see what the hell they were like what the fuck? their reaction <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like the one with the um, the bed sheets like out the window. Like it's yeah, that it's like cool. a nice subtle one. You know, <laughs> the shoes that he left behind, or the the shirt in the fridge. Yeah. Well, I was That's asking if one. he left those behind because those are fucking sambas, and like, come on now. Those that's, are not some see, shit you can pick up. Commitment, though. That's yeah, commitment that's commitment because like, you, you can't get those at Payless. Uh, he has shows on Travel Channel, so they may be picking up the tab for that. Um. Is it a tax write-off to like leave your shoes as a prank in a hotel room? I don't know, but it's definitely a production cost. Dude, how lit would that be? Like, it's okay. I'll just prank housekeeping and leave half my clothes, and I'll just write it off write my it taxes. Off for work, yeah. Either write it off on your taxes or put it as a line item for production to talk to your producer and be like, I need this replaced. Damn. Fucking mainstream. If only. If only. Mainstream and their disposable fucking budgets. Yeah, they got, a lot of, they got that TV money, that advertising money. Yeah, that residuals. Yep. That's where it's at. So back to um, fun stuff where people like put their dicks in each other. <laughs> tell us about... <laughs> tell us, hotel hotel about porn pranks are fun. Yeah. Like, we don't have... No, talk, don't. Tell us about uh, your uh, movie that Aiden directed, Black Snake Oil 3. Oh, yeah. So that that's just out right now on um, Evil Angel. And um, I get to... Uh, is there like a thing? Is it like a Black Snake Moan type thing? Or is it... No. So this is this is, is this kind of a good story about how this like title came about. Um, so, you know, um, me and Aiden Star are like really good friends. And we like basically like had this like this joke uh, that we came up with while like... Uh, drinking about like talking about like dicks like like snakes and just like yeah snake like like serpent like motions that like people can like make in sexual situations we're just like you know being drunk and being mm-hmm. assholes uh like like we do and um so we kind of came up with this um idea of um because we, we also in that conversation talked about how we love like oil movies and then we so it was like it was definitely a play on the yeah. black snake moan sort of thing yeah I and how <laughs> oil movies are just this like just this oh, like pure where they, visual they have the, like the oils yeah. and they're doing it all. oh my god yeah. those are so, i'm dying to do one of those they're things. they're so, so hot they're, they're so, so hot we should do that we Let's should do, do that that's fucking it's so much fun and because you just get messy what type of oil like, do, you, do you like coconut oil coconut oil okay that's what i was yeah. thinking and it was it's great because you know it's also like you know your lube is right there and like you mm-hmm. have like a reason to like use lube in the scene and i always think that's like 
I understand like why, you know, in porn we don't like you know, show us like using the lube, but we like use lube. I think that's what people. Well, don't, I think like, it, I think the reason that's not necessarily shown is because it kind of ruins it, the fantasy of yeah, it. Yeah. But I like, it's fantasy. It I like, the, the I like when it's part of it. Like I like the, like the oiled scenes and all, like all the, all those scenes that have been coming out recently. I love it. So I think it's so hot and it's like, I don't know, lay that shower curtain down your bed, girl, get filthy with it. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's a good time, and um, I got to, especially with coconut oil because, you know, you can use that. Yeah, as a lube. Yeah, so. it's great. It's great stuff, and it smells nice, and everybody like smells nice. Mm-hmm. After, like you, you just get like dirty fucking, and, you and it smell doesn't nice like, and it doesn't and have that lube thing where like this is not something you can. I maybe I don't know, but like if like if you go down a girl, she's had like a ton of lube, like it tastes all weird. Cause like, cause I've, cause I've like had to like suck dicks and I have like a ton of lube and stuff and it's, yeah and it's 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 not, it's not that I have any problem sucking the dick, but I might have some type of reaction on my face just because of like the taste and the texture of the lube itself. Yeah. So I'm really into using more like natural stuff like that. So it's more enjoyable for all parties all around. No, I'm right there with you. I mean, even in, you know, civilian land. I've used yeah. like the fucking. So is that what that kind of was like? Super, like yeah, was, oily. That's exactly what it was. Actually, I'll show you um, because um, they've been promoting it on on Evil Angels uh, Twitter. And is it um, is it primarily like an like an interracial movie or? Well, that's that's why. Well, we you know also you know using you know black in the title yeah made it kind of easy and i always this is always the only like reason why i asked like, but yeah it's it's a weird thing if like i i understand how like you know porn is marketed, it's marketed at this yeah. point and like i understand you have to put black in the title because for some reason people won't understand that there's black people in it if you don't put black in it but whatever um i gotta know did you tie a white girl to a radiator no, no, it was oh. just. You could tie me to a radiator and dang Okay, not so guys, movie. we're gonna pause Actually, real quick. Not in that movie, but I have done that in a movie. Yeah. So. Um, well, no, but but I completely understand because like even with being in the industry in wild, I'm, I'm sure I've told this story before. But when I was filling out the uh, thing for my agency, there was a different block for boy girl, girl girl, interracial, and I called my agent and I didn't really understand it. He's like, oh, you know, some girls have different rates for interracial. And I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Not me. But, yeah. you know, but I understand that that's... Um, Could you put a lower rate This is so on? gorgeous. This is... Well, no, because the first question I asked was, well, so do black girls get to charge extra for fucking a white boy? Or Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if you're like, I really like black dick, I want to charge less for IR. I think I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think so. I, there's, I think, a couple people who do because they... That is... They are really into black yeah, it's guys. Yeah, like the thing. And I, they want to be booked for those more often. Yeah. More power and I, to them. And honest, yeah. And I think that's, well, I think that that's, I, I honestly, I think that that is so great because I feel like that's like such a fuck you to the people in the industry that still have that mentality of like interracial should cost more for some well, backwards ass reason. It's so fucked up. And we've talked about this before. It's you do a scene with an Asian performer and it's not IR. You do yeah, a scene with exactly. a Hispanic performer, not IR, but all of a sudden, it's IR when you do a scene with a black performer. It makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, yeah. The, one of the things I also should have put in the uh, 
giving you stuff for the intro is that I am in APAC now, which is the adult performer at Oh, are you? Committee. That's yeah. wonderful. Awesome. And um, I help um, APAC re- release this statement that I... Um, no, I actually... this you, this I actually yeah. retweeted it, and I was actually super pumped when it came out because even like prior to it coming out, prior to like my my whole attitude in the industry has been that it's disgusting to charge extra for an interracial performance, especially because it's backwards. Cause like I had said a little bit ago, black girls don't yeah. get to charge extra yeah. to sleep with a white boy. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and, and, and when you say that and people argue like against it, because I, I'm sure you've had that conversation well, with, the, with the people. The first argument they say is, Oh, but black dudes have bigger dicks. I'm sorry. It's porn. All the dicks I'm sorry. are big. All the dicks, All are, the dicks big. are big. I'm sorry. Porn. Owen Gray and Xander Corvus have huge fucking dicks. Like yeah. they have huge dick is dicks. Bigger than my dick. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Because that was the one I was like, I did it, and like, phew, props to me. Give myself a pat on the back. But like, that was the one I was like, when I got my list of everyone I was working with, I was pumped until like I had requested Owen because he is amazing and I loved working with him. But then it like sank in that I was like, oh shit, I have to put Owen in my ass. Fuck. Like, and that is completely backwards because if that was the case and it was dick size girls would be charging extra for doing anal with dudes like See, owen and xander this is also okay um actually going back to aiden star again she was like because we talk about this shit and no shade because we love saying, you owen and xander y'all are the best and i love putting your dicks in me don't don't no shade no shade <laughs> no shade <laughs> they just got big dicks i wouldn't want their dicks in my ass they got yeah dicks. they have they've got big dicks but uh, one of the one of the things that like um aiden star uh, would say when we had we would have this exact same conversation it's like you should have a big dick tax you should because she's she's a director and she's and she's she's booking stuff and mm-hmm. like that like conversation i'm sure is a conversation that like she is is having i should probably shouldn't be like telling her story she should you know tell her own but story, i mean but. at the same like but, and i mean i can understand what people are asking because at one time i met with my agent and he asked if i could take a certain performer who is known for having like a huge dick is like, you know, can you take him in your butt? And I was like, well, if I had like notice and I could like train myself. Yeah. But if it's tomorrow, no, you know, just cause I know my physical capabilities and I feel like it is more ethical to be like, no, I can't do it. Instead of being like, yeah, I'll push my limits, but I'm going to charge this dude extra. Like, cause as I have said before, multiple times on the podcast, I do porn. Like porn is porn is porn is porn is porn. And I don't charge extra for anything. Like whether it be I have done interracial scenes, I've done trans scenes, I've done gangbangs, I've done all of this stuff. Like I do porn, kid. Like I don't fucking care. Like this is what yeah. I do and I like doing it. The money is nice, but I like doing it. So I'm not going to charge someone extra for who they are because the last thing I want, and not that it would ever happen, but the last thing I would want is like for some pretty little 18 year old blonde girl to be like, oh, well, I don't know if I want to shoot with Draven because, you know, she's like bigger than me and she's got tattoos and she's goth and it might give me like a weird crowd. So I'm going to charge extra to shoot with her. Like, which. Arguably, it would never happen, but yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's it's, it's, I mean, it's gross. It's gross yeah, to judge yeah. someone on their appearance and all that shit. It's just I'm not I'm not with it. And that and that was that was really I think important for for APAC when we worded that that statement is that 
we really wanted people to start thinking about the other people on set. And then we really wanted people mm -hmm. to start thinking about like, because you know, I think everybody who is a part of APAC, what they feel their commitment is to the, to the industry is the community that they have um, from it. I think everybody in there is really dedicated to like making it a better place for people to like work because they love the work and they've met so many great and wonderful people yeah. in it and they don't want anybody to feel like shit. I think that's like bottom line. It's like if we can do anything, like we want to like, you know, like we yeah, no, the actually, good when we get done with people. this, I'd like to talk to you about being more yeah, involved. Because now that I live here, I I would to love to I would love to be more involved with it because it's so important and you know for. People who may be listening to this and are not necessarily in the porn industry or any type of adjacent, but you are, you watch porn, you think it's entertaining, you know, like it's, we have a community and we're working so hard to build it and, you know, just trying to first if you're hanging out with someone and they talk about like how there's no fucking self-respect in porn, you know, like maybe bring up hey, I listen to this podcast and they're human and they're people and they care about themselves and they self-guard themselves. And maybe if you live in California, vote no on Prop 60 because it's fucking terrible. Absolutely. Well, definitely vote no on Prop 60 if you're in California. And if your friend asks about anything, just tell them about the podcast. Yeah. If your friend says, hi, how are you doing today? I'd be like, I listen to 288 podcast. You should check it out on Thursdays. <laughs> well, yeah. Slayer will tell you to do that all the time anyway. I would. <laughs> Way to take like the most serious shit in all of our lives and plug it. Yep, but it's it's still a show. It's still a show. We're still a product. We're still pushing product. Exactly. Yeah. Always push products. It's right. But for always our be closing. Always I mean, we're closing. yeah. ABC. ABC. I get my sir. goddamn coffee. I get my fucking coffee. Yep. <laughs> coffee is for closers, motherfucker. <laughs> you get like it's true. The all-time top shade and props at the same time right now. <laughs> all about it. I will take it all. It's just in. how I like to live my life. You know? Exactly. But for our listeners who may not be aware of what APEC put out, could you tell our listeners what the statement was? I know we alluded Actually, I to can, it. But I can actually try and look it up. If you yeah, want do you to, you, it up I'll look I, it up while you talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so uh, APEC put out a, a statement, and um, I, I think it's, you know, I, I'm, it's so I'm, I'm really, really it's proud so of important. it. It's so important. We kind of address the issue of people in the industry um, having a higher rate for interracial performances than, than other performances. And what I, what I mean by that is um, that a performer will ask for more money for a scene based on the skin color of the person that they're performing with. Um, generally interracial in the, in the porn industry, for those who are not familiar with it, often means, like 95% of the time means black male, white female. Um, and and eight times out of 10, she's blonde. Yeah, it's, it's about this sort of like contrast of, and this sort of... Um, myth of fragility like of white female fragility of it being like a, a resource that's being like taken advantage of by like a black guy that's that's mm -hmm. the taboo of it yeah um not not saying that like people are, are conscious of that when they're when they're making these choices but i think um what happens a lot of times is that people get told that this is an accepted business practice so what we're what we're not we're not 
by putting out this statement, we're not addressing, we're not saying that the that this is on the performer. We're saying that like this has become this sort of established like business practice that is getting told to people is it being okay, and um, it's does it make people feel very good? It's wrong. It's it. It's almost institutionalized uh, racism. Well, uh, well, on, well, what I and what I can say. <clears throat> As my experience as a white female, like cisgendered performer, is when I first got into the industry a long time ago, because I met you a hundred million years ago. Yeah. Like, I was kind of originally told low key by some people, you know, if you want any respect in the industry, don't shoot more than two interracial scenes in your whole career. And as a girl that was raised in Baltimore, you know, I've been with people of color of all different races and I've been raised with people of color of all different races. And my city is primarily black. I am the minority in Baltimore for the most part. I could never understand that. And I thought that that was so disgusting. And I just kind of put it out of my mind. So like I referenced earlier, when I was filling out my rates for my agency... I didn't know and I called my agent and he told me about it and I was like, well, if that's what some girls want to do, I, I'm not going to do that. And then when I heard that that was a thing, one of the limits that I actually wrote in was no racial stereotypes because if, if someone is going to charge extra to shoot with a black guy, there is abs- and I know that there is absolutely the, business for oh i'm just a little white girl trying to study and then my weed dealer comes to my house and i don't have the 20 bucks for my gram and like i i don't want to buy into any of that i don't want to do any of that and i think it's disgusting so you know when this statement that i actually just pulled up from apac came out i was very happy about it do you do you want to read it because i feel like i'm not doing um, no i'm going such to just because i i only um you know, that, that no, statement was to. kind of already like formed by um, members of, of a- previous members of APAC and I kind of help with like some okay, of the, yeah, the phrasing so. of some stuff and, um, you know, had some, some input on it. But Okay, so this actually was released on September 19th of this year. Like many industries, the adult film, the adult film industry has struggled to deal with the issue of racial inequality. And APAC wishes to address this problem in response to the growing concern of our members. Therefore, it is f- the firmly held position of the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee, which is APAC, that all members of our community must take steps to end discor- discriminatory practices based on race. Although it is common practice to vary scene rates on performer experience and scene content, it is APAC's position that paying a performer less based on his or her race or charging a higher rate to work with performers of, a razor- of another race is, and this is in bold print, unfair and unethical. Treating a performer's race as a determining factor for pay is a violation of performer rights as well as a violation of federal workplace discrimination laws. APAC is aware that using race as a determining factor in work and pay rate has become common business practice. However, we feel this must change in order to create better work environments in the industry. 
Although APAC supports and respects the personal choices that performers make when it comes to rates, scene partners, and types of scenes to work in, we feel choosing to work with someone based on a race as a business practice has a negative impact on the performer community. It is important to keep in mind that scene partners are not simply personal sex partners on set, they are co-workers. It is not an acceptable practice in any other industry to choose someone who works with solely based on race. With the intent to protect the rights of performers and also create a safe and positive work environment, APAC seeks to encourage performers, producers, and agents to do their part in creating a comfortable, professional work environment that does not violate the rights of workers on set. We ask you to consider how the choices you make may affect other performers and the community overall. Again, although you have the right to the choices you make, we ask people to consider the consequences of your choices, consider the consequences that your choices have on the integrity of our community as well as our peers. APAC believes in created work environments where performers feel they are treated fairly and with respect and with our new, posi- our new position, we hope to lead the way in changing adult film industry business practices that do not fall in line with create that do not fall in line with creating better environments for all performers. Rock and roll. That's good shit. No, it was, I was so, I was just like in awe and I was so happy when this was released because I feel like it's such a long time coming. Cause as I have said, I have been in the industry for approximately 173 years. So it is a long time coming for yeah, something when, like this to be said out loud for other people to hear. Because I feel like it's the people that charge extra and the people that don't charge extra. It's kind of been behind the scenes. So for APAC to put out a statement is so powerful and so important and so necessary, especially with what's going on in our fucking bullshit country right now. We're, uh, we're having a meeting on uh, December 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, we're having an APAC meeting that's, that's, uh, an open meeting for, for performers and, um, where we're going to talk about the statement. Um, obviously right now our, our efforts are kind of focused heavily on, on prop 60 and we don't have, um, you know, we're, we're doing this on our, on our free time when we're not working, we don't make any money from this. Um, oh, absolutely. but, um, if you're out there and you're listening and you, know people or you're a person with money and you want to like help out um porn stars because that um makes us happy and when we're happy we love to make you happy well that and like for anyone who like is like oh i don't i don't really watch porn i just download it for free guess what there's not going to be anything else to download for free yeah yeah (laughs) if you if you if you want porn to continue uh you got to support it so um yeah, donate to, to APAC, or if you know people who want to donate, APAC-USA.com. Speaking of Prop 60, this might be a good time since we have an APAC member with us. Yeah, we can get into that. The floor okay, well, is all we, yours. We had, uh, we had touched on it on the, uh, the last episode, but for anyone who may not have heard that or anything, it's actually since we recorded the last episode that we touched on Prop 60 on... I actually received the California the California like voter packet. Oh yeah, the the ballot in the guy, mail. Yeah. And it was the ultimate sad trombone because if I or anyone else was like some some person that lived 
had like a family life or lived outside of the valley or anything and had nothing to do with porn, if you read what they put in that packet, it could sound like a good idea because not everyone is going to read the text of the actual law. They're going to read the talking points in the packet and like, no, no it's one, terrible. No one, no one is. No one is that doesn't have a, a, a direct stake in it is, is going gonna, is gonna to read that because that's how this country works. And I think John Oliver said it best. It's like, if you want to like sneak by some like shady shit, wrap it up in something really boring. Yep. And that's, yep. that is the foundation of how people like pass laws in this country of like shady fucking shit is they Mm -hmm. make it sound as boring as fuck and they disguise it as some like moral crusade. And that's, that is what prop 60 is. It is, it is a moral crusade against sex workers and the representation of sexuality. And that is, and, and the worst part about it is, is that it's wrapped up in, our quote unquote savior. It's like oh, we yeah. need to be saved because we are too ignorant to know how to take care of ourselves and take care of our bodies. Yeah, it's and the to, captain to research, save a whole mentality. Yeah, and right. to research only, our chosen profession. You only know how to, you know, fuck. That's all you're good for. That's all you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, no, well, it's because it's because we don't have a choice and or something terrible happened to us that we can't function in any way other than using our sexuality. Yeah. Yeah, we're exploited. Which is bogus. Yeah. Bogus. Yeah. yeah. Totally bogus. So, I mean, Prop 60 is, um, it's, it's pushed for, for those of you who may not know, it's, I think it's called the adult film initiative, uh, listed on the ballot. It's Prop 60. Yeah, adult film or or condoms and adult film initiative. Yeah, condoms and adult. So it's, it's presented as to the public, like if you want, um, you know, adult performers to wear condoms, if you want producers to pay for their, you know, health and safety tests, um, then vote for Prop 60. What Prop 60, the proponents of Prop 60 don't tell you is that the way that Prop 60 is worded um, is, and the research that they did in performing Prop 60 was absolutely zero on actually how the adult industry works and doesn't take into account our current testing practices, um, which are um, have prevented an onset transmission of, of HIV in over 10 years. Um, when you compare that to the general public, that as a system of people who are constantly having uh, non-barrier sex is a phenomenal achievement. And they're basing this, they're, they're using the stories of Cameron Bay and Rod Daly, who were performers, and Derek Burtz, who were performers, who tested positive for HIV, but mm-hmm. they were never proven to have an onset, an onset correlation. Yeah. We have sex off camera, and we do things off camera that, you know, they're... Risky behavior. Things, yeah. And we can't, we can't speak for everybody's choice off camera. What exactly. we can do is we can create a space where the on-camera working environment is as safe as possible and we're giving people options of how they want to take care of their sexual health. And that's actually one of the reasons why we moved from 28-day testing to, to 14 thir- 13 or 14-day testing. I mean, it's 14-day testing, but you get tested every 13 days. Yeah. But And the thing that... And go back on it. This is this is because, literally what yeah. is in the quick reference guide. If you live in California, this was sent in your mail. The quick reference guide literally said as a pro argument for Prop 60 is a yes on Prop 60 will stop adult film pornographers from exposing their performers to life-threatening diseases that cost taxpayers millions of dollars. Prop 60 gives California health officials new enforcement tools to ensure pornographers finally obey the same 
workforce protection rules that apply to other California industries, which is completely different because the adult film industry is completely different than any other industry. And they're trying to do producer-funded testing, which is every six months, which is so much more dangerous, so much more dangerous than every 13 days. All of this is terrible, but the way that they're wording it is to finally give us stuff to protect us thing that's going to cost the Californians millions of dollars except what's going to cost Californians millions of dollars is all of the bogus ass lawsuits and lost tax revenue and well, lost tax revenue that will come from prop 60 in in addition to this like in addition I, I, I you know one of the the other horrible parts about the way that this is is uh, worded is that it allows the anyone in California to act as um, a, a condom cop, if you will, mm-hmm. like it allows, because yeah, what you can police. do through this proposition is that um, if you see a, um, if you see porn that doesn't have condoms in it, you can file a, a claim and that claim allows you to 25% of any fines yep, that are placed upon incurred. that. So it, now it incentivizes people to file a claim, not because there's, not necessarily because there's um, a not violation, they're worried. It could because but because they're a troll. They, can, they can now receive money. So that's an exploitation right there. Um, also, the, the fact that during the process of filing this claim, that any parties involved get a hold of the personal information of the performers involved in that scene. So you could be, you know, so-and-so troll who doesn't think that, um, you know, Riley Reed responds to his, his tweets on time. And then you can threaten Riley Reed with filing a claim to maybe possibly extort money. Or you, know you her could government th- name where she lives. Yeah. I've had my information yeah. leaked and, and it's and terrifying. You can get a hold of their information and, I know that, you know, you know that like performers get death threats. Performers get like, all the time. Threats rape of, like, threats, rape death threats, everything. Yeah. And, and then like to be able to, and that's, you know, and the, that's on all levels. And if you are a trans person in, in this country, oh if God, you are a, a queer person, that's a, that's it's worse. It's, that's, it's a death sentence is death what sentence. it is. It's a possible death sentence. And, and that's, then, that's the community that like we need to like. And what's even scarier is at time of recording, as we are recording this today, this came out on XBiz that Rick Taylor, who is the spokesman for Yes on Prop 60, for those of you who are super worried about STDs and shit, like you don't really care about performer rights, but you're worried about the onset transmissions. He has quoted as been saying he will offer no empathy to married couples that are filming at their home, is called them lawbreakers and has encouraged them to move out of state if they insist on working without a condom, which is bullshit because I have been married to my husband for over a year. The fact that someone could report us having sex in our marital bed, in our home where we live, and because we have a safe, tested relationship where it's not monogamous, but we communicate and we are safe because I want to tape us having sex and then put it on my clips or sale for my fans who know that we have a real relationship and they are into seeing real chemistry. The fact that some Joe Blow who probably went to cult high school with me and thinks that I am a tramp and I'm going to hell can report that and get money from it is straight up disgusting that I am legally married to him. Oh, what's even worse is 
even if you moved out of state, won't necessarily protect you. Oh, no, no. Super doesn't. Because they can still sue you. Yeah. And then you have to go to court and be like, this wasn't filmed in California, which will still cost you legal time and money. Yeah. Yep. Legal time and money. And like, and then not every state is okay with you shooting. So then you may or may not have to pay fines to that particular state te- for admitting that you shot California. them. California. Yeah. In New Hampshire. You can New shoot Hampshire porn. Don't it, count. Except it does. Like it's legal to shoot porn in New Hampshire. It is. But are you moving there? I'm not moving there. I mean, I got family there. I'm not going to move there, but I'll visit there and fucking like, shoot porn. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use their address for all your porn shoots? Cool. Yeah. No, I'll yeah. get a P.O. box, motherfucker. No, just use their address. It's a real address. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'll use my grandmother's address, and they can come and hang out with her in her wheelchair. No, fuck you. I like grandmas. I'll bring her bourbon. No, she can't know. Oh, no. She <laughs> <laughs> she took one shot one time. She got so lit. It was hilarious. Awesome. That's more for me. I'll give her one shot. No, we'll stop. Party. Stop talking about my grandma, Slayer. I want to party with your grandma. We're not allowed to talk about your grandma until we have your mom on the podcast, which is hopefully next week. Oh, That's fine. We're talking about your grandma and me partying That's awesome. with her. That's cool. I'm going party with your grandma. You you know, you, you, you brought up a, a, a point, and I, I was going to say, even if you were monogamous with your partner, the fact that... Yeah, even if I was monogamous, is, it would still, yeah. yeah. And the fact that the government is, is um, you know, invading married couples' privacy, potentially able to invade that sort of privacy, is a, another reason why, like, this is just a, a really, really, like, it's toxic because i mean people i mean like it it will apply to me because of because of johnny and i but i'm when i even say this i'm not even thinking about johnny and i i'm thinking of annika and mick because annika is a sweet fucking woman and i love her and mick is one of my favorite dudes i've ever worked with and he is so caring and so wonderful and and he's getting sponges out of your pussy that's true and he's they have just such a beautiful relationship and i cannot imagine someone coming after them but because of who they are, because of how famous they are, because of everything, I can guarantee they're going to be one of the first couples hit with that. And it's disgusting. There's no reason why if you and your partner are on the same level and safe and communicating, you shouldn't have to throw in a condom just because you want to fucking put it on the internet. That's gross. No, like don't, don't police my bedroom. Don't police. No. Uh-uh. Well, and what's really going to happen is there's going to be for-profit law firms that are just going to litigate just to turn a profit because they can. Yep. And, and you know, for, for people who are listening who are, who are maybe thinking like, well, why can't you just like wear a, a condom? Um, you know, the, it's, it's the, the industry is not against condom. It's use. not, it's no. not against like no. being safe on set. It's, it's against, people who have decided that we are too dumb to regulate ourselves that we are too dumb to provide the most advanced like testing that we have possible and provide people a variety of options rather than just saying like you need to put on a condom you whore like yeah like we have assessed the risk and we have come up with a, a system that works well for us and we want to, we want to make it safer and safer. And there are a variety of options out there that like everybody could be employing. And like, just to say like, you have to use a condom and then leave out all of this great area for us to actually be in a more unsafe spot because you think we don't know any better. Yeah, is, exactly. Well, on top of that, even if you use condoms on your entire production, 
someone can come after you by Prop 60 if on the box cover it's not blatantly obvious. Yeah. Well, that well that, and even even outside of all of that, as as a female performer, I prefer. I have, thankfully, you know, knock on wood, I have never, I have been in contact with people that have had STDs, but I have never contracted anything. Even if I did, I know I would be safe because we have incredible, you know, medications and everything. But I have always put my trust into the testing system because myself, like a lot of other girls in the industry, have sensitive pussies, sensitive pHs, things like that. If I was to shoot three or four scenes in a week and I had to wear a condom on each one by the end of that week, I would have a UTI and I would have to go to the doctor and get medication for a UTI and I'd be out of work for days because my pussy would need to heal because I have my pussy sensitive to latex like a lot of other girls in the industry. And with it being with latex, you have to use a lot of lube or you have to do a lot of stuff. And it's, and even that's with a boy girl. If it's a boy girl girl and you have to change condoms in between each girl, which I have done a scene like that, it is it takes so much longer. It's so much more taxing on my body, on everything that like well, it's uh, not healthy. Also like, the fact that that condoms weren't designed for the the type of sex that that people are having on porn sets. No. Like not the, at all. the type of sex that you have on on porn sets is not like intimate like fucking to get off it's fucking for the camera and Mm -hmm. so you're you're fucking for way longer than like sometimes is then a lot of times is like necessary for you just to get off when you when 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 the purpose nine times out of ten it's longer than necessary because in case something has to get edited out they need more footage to edit in yeah and so with that with that does is that is creating like a situation where there's actually more potential for like someone to get injured like you know vaginally mm-hmm. or anally because of like how like condoms like like absorb lubrication exactly and, and like, that that's friction. why i i as a as a few i prefer to not use condoms the ones i did i've done two boy girl girls with condoms one was because it was right after measure b and we were shooting in los angeles county so we had to and it was not fun. And then the second one was because the girl I was working with wanted condoms. And she's, you know, I respect everyone's decisions. But I will tell you right now, the next day, it was a good thing I didn't have a scene that next day. Because I, like, was sore. It was not okay. Because it it not only does latex condoms absorb lube, it absorbs the nat- natural lubrication in my pussy, in all of that shit. And then even when you're fucking for 40 minutes. Yeah. Question. It's a lot. One of you might be able to... Not to be like graphic, y'all, but, you know, Prop 60 is dangerous on a whole bunch of different levels. It's not okay. Does Prop 60 actually specify latex condoms? No, no, because no, because there are people that are allergic to latex, but it's it's barriers and it's condoms and... Well, so... In theory, you even could use, so, that's taking away my choice. Like, no, I agree. I agree. You know? I was just curious. Yeah, it's not so technically, you could latex. use a lambskin condom, which doesn't protect against HIV. Yeah, which, which is which is fucking stupid. Well, but, I don't know. Is you, there is there wording for actual? I, latex I think condoms? I think the the wording um is I think specific I to think it's like CDC guidelines, maybe. Yeah. Or I think it, I, I think actually, it, I think I it have, cites certain. Yeah. If if you have the 
I have I have it right here. Because if it says latex only, there's people that are allergic to latex that have to use polyurethane. Yeah, I don't think it says latex, but I think it, it says like in accordance to like recommended guidelines, which I think they're using like the CDC for recommended, which would which would be latex or it just says condoms, barriers, or other personal protective equipment. So it's nothing about break latex. out the lambskin. Well, no, that's, that's that's no, but even so, that's no the one no description. That's not that's not the full like that's the, no, the full thing the, is like fifteen pages. No, I'm I'm looking at the the text. Oh, is that the full? This is the text. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm reading. Okay. Yeah, this is um section G. Okay. Or wait, no, section uh section H says the section shall not be construed to. Da, 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 however, there should be a rebuttal prompt, presumption any adult film without visible condoms that is distributed for. Purposes, da, da, da. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about latex, though, from what I'm seeing, because I'm looking at the, the text. Yeah, I mean, I think so it's, you could it's use, left open. To you like, could use ineffective All it protection. says is condoms. Um, section, so that doesn't section, section 4.2. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing is, like, you, you, can't, you can't regulate total safety. No, like, no, there's, no. There's, there's, but, there's I mean, even, like, even, okay, I mean, can, so as part of things, the law... As safe or as the, possible. the proposition, it's um, section, it says section 442, but section 6720A is condoms will be used or have been used at all times during the filming of axillary, vaginal, or ad- anal intercourse, but it doesn't say anything about latex. It just says condoms. Awesome. So technically, I could use a condom. Because that, well, because I also. If I feel like if they put in something about latex, if someone is allergic to latex, they could do like a low key discrimina- discrimination law because they're allergic to it. Yeah, no, this and it's yeah. it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think bo- bottom line is that um, the the way to make people feel safe is not to tell them that they're too dumb to make choices about their own safety. Absolutely. No, because then you're just going to get like the fucking teenage thing. But actually, I was at my strip club uh, recently and I was talking to someone about Prop 60. He's like, oh, well, I'm in the medical industry. I'm I'm aware of it. I was like, so you're voting no then, right? He goes, no, but you, you guys need to be safe. You guys need to be taking care of yourselves. You need to be protecting yourselves. And I was like, okay, well, you know, just for a uh, Shits and giggles. When was the last time you got tested, homie? He's like, I don't know, maybe like six months ago or something. I was like, okay. Um, the last time I got tested was about two weeks ago. And two like, weeks before that. And then, and then, like, to get real with him, I was like, have you ever caught like any any type of std like while while you were being safe like with a condom and he said yes i was like well there's your argument we get tested as much as we can and even if we had condoms you know there are chances of condoms breaking things happening anyway but we are more self-regulated than any other industry any other anything that the chances of that even happening are slim and none and you thinking that you trying to be captain save a hoe and trying to see use condoms and all of that shit like it's not going to work and then outside of that i asked him so how many porns do you watch that have condoms like on the regular do you like seeing porn condoms and porn and he said no 
There, there's a, a thing that like, I think people I think don't realize is that um, in porn, we If you want to watch me, if you want to watch me go down on a girl, do you want the first 30 seconds of me going down on her to put no, lube on her pussy and then lay a fucking dental dam on top of her? Not even not even that. Like in porn, like we make what you buy. Mhm. And so if you start like cuz there are companies that shoot like condom, condom only. Yeah, that's all they do. And you know what? There're not a lot of companies that make condom only productions because not a lot of people buy condom porn. I'm not saying that that is a justification for any sort of like No, but trust and believe one of the companies that only shoots condom porn is one of the biggest companies in the fucking industry, so. But that's neither here nor there. I mean That's here nor there, but you know, but mm-hmm. but that's what it is is we are a and even that we're company a, we're a consumer is, is driven no market on Prop 60. Yeah. Right. We're even, a consumer even driven condom market. companies and condom only performers are no on Prop 60 because well no one wants to be opened up to litigation for guilty till proven innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that's essentially what it is. <laughs> Someone brings a complaint against you and you're guilty until you have your day in court. Mm-hmm. And if you can't afford to fight it in court, you're going to be paying the fines. Mhm. It's garbage. Especially for the mom and pop productions. Yeah. For, for you guys running your clip store, could oh, you yeah, guys no. afford to go to court? Even if you were justified and you were right and they had to pay your court costs, you couldn't front no, it No, that's front. the whole thing. No, that's the, that's the thing that fucking scares the shit in me is that because obviously this was produced prior to if Prop 60 passes, you can't fucking come at me for this. But someone could come at me for the scene on my clip store right now of me and my husband. That's fucking gross. Man, they could come at me for the seed of me and my girlfriend, which is gross. Oh yeah. Like, well, and the the fucked up part is if like we have passes. like we have a we have a relationship that means something. But even if you want to fucking split hairs and fucking put Charlotte out of the situation, Johnny is my legal fucking husband. Right. Like, and, come on. And at the end of the day, even if Prop sixty passes, they could still come after you for that because you would have to produce records to show that it was produced. Before Prop 60 passed. Oh, I already got them. I right. already got but you also have to go to court and prove it and pay yeah, the no, legal fees to do so. And that, and that's the thing is is that it, it just opens up like so many potential like lawsuits and it and the the way that the fines are structured, like if you're a small company, you can't afford to do business in California. So what's 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 easier for, for a business to do? Decide that you are going to start paying like all of these fines and defend every sort of thing in court just because somebody saw it at home or off of Pornhub and wanted to file a complaint. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. That person, okay, first of all, what, why does that person, like, I understand if you, if you wanted to make some argument that, like, you know, like people sometimes do for their like shitty behavior that porn like right. influence them to like cheat on their like wives or something like that. If you even if you wanted to make that shitty argument in court, like you're still saying that you have some like that you were affected by it. Mm-hmm. You're still saying that like, you know, I saw this porn and that like, you know, led me to believe like, you know, that this was okay and then like I fucked up my life. You know? That I would feel way thousands of times better rather than the fact that you could just do it just by seeing it. Yeah. That the fact that like, well, no condom, I'm going to try, I can cash in on this. Mm-hmm. This is now something that I can profit. As on. Because that's the whole thing is all it takes. And like you had mentioned is like, you know, all it takes is some dude who sends some type of 
Instagram message or Twitter message or something to his favorite starlet. And he decides that she didn't answer him early enough. Yeah. He can throw some shit in there. I'm much more worried about for-profit law firms. Lawyers who... Don't have to pay anyone else to litigate. Who are just going to well, absolutely, and, be like, and I mean, and that that is a big thing. Yeah. But trust and believe, the, the first the first people chasing. that are going to come at those law firms are the trolls. Well, I'm saying the law firms are going to do it for themselves. Well, they're going to see the easy money. The first person, the first people who are going to come at, who are going to come after those lawsuits is AHF, who is sponsoring this bill because, yeah. and you know, for them to win, the first thing that they have to do is show that this is going to like be hitting hard because that's any any proponents of any like proposition that pass as soon as it passes they want to like you know hit that right away to show that like you know mm-hmm. here this is what we're doing and that it's working immediately otherwise people are going to be like well, why the fuck do we waste our time fucking voting for this shit you know and once that happens they're going to go after like they're going to try to sue like sue it into the ground mm-hmm because they want to get rid of porn. And you would see that because I don't know if you've seen their advertisements. No, they up. absolutely do. No, they're the, trying to get it the, out of the entire state. Have you seen their like pornographers say no to Prop 60 billboards? No, I, no, I have not. Oh, my God. Okay. You need to. It's on. Um, if you go to like FSC's Twitter. Um, so basically, they, they brought up billboard space up and down California. And it says it's in. in well, that's you know, a whole other background. level is the fact he spent like fucking $4 million on this no yeah. on Prop 60 shit as opposed to $4 million he could have given to people with actual AIDS to help them and their families and their medication and everything. Exactly. Like, and hospice, I'm sorry. Exactly. I, thought, I thought AIDS Healthcare Foundation was to help people with AIDS, not fucking run motherfuckers out of California. But sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. You, you were feeling it. You were feeling it. I, yeah. And I, I appreciate that heart because that's that's what people need to realize that like people are, are so pissed about this and people are so angry about it because it is like this moral crusade and not and fuck you for saying that you're fucking helping us fuck no you, you ain't that you ain't helping shit. shit you ain't doing nothing you are doing nothing you are spending so much money that's completely necessary especially if you measure the numbers from what no one prop 60 has raised organically from people that want that know what their money is going to Compared to what has been spent on, yes, on Prop 60, which is millions of dollars that no one gave the fucking okay to. And Weinstein's just like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I'm going to do. It's disgusting. It's gross as fuck. And we're like less, we're like less than $400,000 on no Prop 60 from organic grassroots. And that's, there's no shame in that. That's a no. ton of money. That is a ton of fucking money. Yeah. But it's not for what's disgusting is the $4 million that he's spent. That should have gone to people that need it. Right. And how is that not going to fucking you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mickey. Are you, do you need help? Are you like, are you like trapped in a box when you go home? Do you need help? Is someone like making you do porn? Because last I checked, you had a, a successful relationship and a happy life and a happy everything. And you were cool. I'm doing all right. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm I okay. have a, have a, a beautiful I life that I am completely happy with. Draven, don't lie to our listeners. I'm totally making you porn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was doing porn before Slayer came into the picture because he just had mind powers. Exactly. Horrible, <laughs> horrible mind powers. He's like this random powers. tattooed awkward girl in Baltimore. <laughs> she needs to do porn. She needs to do porn. She needs to do porn. She needs to marry a man. Yeah. She needs no, to do porn. Just, uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm trying I to I think that, that a lot of it speaks to if people knew where 
on both sides of the situation where their priorities lied. Because when you look at the how much money AHF has put in and the effort age AHF has put into this, their priority is not with people with AIDS. It is not helping people with AIDS. And, but no on Prop 60, you know, they make- the reason that they are have made the money they've made is because it's people that are willing to donate. To they help are not, people they're with not AIDS. fooling they're not fooling people they're not trying to fucking snake people out of money they're not doing anything like they see how toxic the bill is how bad it is how much money is going to cost california how much money california is going to lose if the entire industry leaves like it's going to disrupt families performers and set builders and script writers and camera they have fucking families that are going to get uprooted kids are going to have to be pulled out of schools and taken to other states you know it's fucked up the, and this, another shitty part about it is it's just based on like no actual like research about how the industry actually. No, works. I feel it's like it's like, based. It's based on the Judeo-Christian like yeah. basis of this country and the fear of if you have a lot of sex, you're dirty. Yeah, that's all it is. It's. I mean, it's a fear, in the yeah. good way, right? It's 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 sexually shame that like it's sexual shame that like what makes our jobs you know at the same time like really hard to like do when you talk about what you do for work to the the outside world and also at the same time like why we make the money that we make because if Mm -hmm. everybody was okay with their sexuality and like their like you know their kinks could communicate it about correctly we wouldn't make any fucking money exactly i mean that's bottom line because the the fact that there's like a a taboo about it is what creates like revenue in the industry, which is really sad, it would be great if it was like a celebration. I would of like love for everyone to be like. I mean, you know? my my bank account would not be happy about it, but I would be fucking lit if everyone was like that. But you know, it's because you know there is that that crazy line. double standard. I mean, the red states are the ones that download the most porn. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You, I mean, think about how many like. Think about how many politicians have been like so adamantly like anti-gay and then have been like caught in like rest stop bathrooms like blowing five dudes like like you think about like that there's a thing in this country of like people who are so adamantly against things and then like are secretly like like consuming them and then their shame is kind of pushing their like oh absolutely every time because um one of my favorite scenes i did recently was um I just, it wasn't even like a, like a P and the V sex scene. Like I just did this super intense, like oral and rimming scene with this black dude. I had the best time. The only reason I say he's I black not. is because I have gotten so much shit. Like I have been called racial slurs. I had to look up because they didn't know what they meant. And it was always from like these bogus accounts or these fake accounts, all these weird shit. And it's like, look. Either this is how you really feel, but nine times out of ten, I feel like you are watching this. Oh, absolutely. And like you, this is like, because you wouldn't know what I was doing. You wouldn't know like how deep I was fucking eating his butthole while jerking his dick unless you were 20 minutes into the scene. Like. Or you listen to the podcast. And I don't understand it. it. Well, I mean, we talked about, but like, I don't, I don't go into, I don't go into detail about my scenes. No, no. You know? know? Well, it's because people have like like shit that they're not dealing with and then they watch something and then they get turned on by it and then they feel all weird about it and then yeah. they hate you. They have like a self-shame. Yeah. And 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 that's that's nothing. It's like we you know like 
porn performers are the public face of certain types of sexuality. Mm-hmm. And for people who have a really hard time like dealing with those sexualities and people who like that sparks like them to like threaten other people or actually commit other acts of violence as happens to like sex workers on a daily basis. All the time, every, literally every single day. To, to put in a bill that gives pe- those people like access to our personal information and our, our whereabouts because they didn't see a fucking condom. It's so terrifying. It's so terrifying to me, especially because as, as a victim of the fucking poor WikiLeaks thing, like I can't, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm going to have to do with myself. Like I have thought about it a lot and because of my, you know, everything that happened prior and then with living here, we're going to have to move. If it passes, we are going to have to move out of California. And I have given serious thought to changing like my legal name. Like from what it is, like having me and Johnny like change it to something completely different just so that we can be safe because I have shot scenes since I got married, since I changed my name. And if Prop 60 passes and if the person that I have sent customs to and the person I've fucking done shit for and all this shit, they have to be record holders as they would be. Like where's where's the safety net? Where's the where's the everything? On the plus side, Nevada will let you use a non physical address as your legal address. But that doesn't that doesn't do shit for my name, bro. It it's a better barrier than getting your actual address. Not by much, but it's either it's way. It's it's fucking it's oh, dangerous. It it's sucks. fucking dangerous. It's dangerous. It's scary. It's not fucking okay. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, one solution that we do have for that would be we essentially sell all rights to everything that we've ever produced in our or your name, sell it to a entity that we set up strictly for the purpose of holding all the rights to that and then essentially bankrupt said entity so that if anyone tried to come after us. That's cool, but it has nothing to do with our legal names. True. However, for a legal ramification standpoint, at that point, they That's wouldn't true. be able Either to way, I have to. This is getting too deep, and I have to pee. So let's take a pause. <laughs> so we're gonna let Draven pee. Draven's gonna pee. I'm gonna talk to him about something less, you know, serious. I think one less thing. Dr- Mickey needs to pee too. One thing I want no, to throw. Whatever, on bye. One thing I want to throw on the end of this intensity, though, is I think that's one of the biggest things that's gonna kick us in the ass when this vote goes through. Is think about. When, when the, I mean, not only the free porn aspect of it, but now with everything else that's coming out, people don't stand behind porn. Like you were saying about how people watch porn, but they're like ashamed of it or they don't, they don't like to let people know. I mean, even as far as, you know, somebody's old ass parents are going to say, you better vote yes on prop 60. And they're just going to go and do it because they don't like the embarrassment of it. But people don't stand behind porn like that. So even people that are genuine fans of porn who are going to be the same people who don't admit that they're genuine fans of porn, they're going to be on side yes. Well, I mean, this is the same reason that porn has never gotten the protection that music or movies has from piracy. Yeah. Because people are not willing to stand up and fight for porn in a public forum. Yeah. Where music has advocacy groups that went after people for piracy. Yeah, nobody's going after anybody for... Porn piracy, porn. and it, and it, it's it's 
it's all part of this this cycle of like you know because porn can't access those protections it can't like and nobody stands up for it like it can't make those moves to like make it safer like as absolutely safe as possible like if we could approach like blue cross blue shield and say like hey like we're porn workers we want comprehensive like medical insurance can you work a deal they're like oh you're porn we can't like because we can't access these things like it, it creates a system where people feel that they need to save us but don't want to give us credit to access like these things exactly it's all fucked up and it, it doesn't help that porn was a underground industry for a long time and now it's legal in two states out of 50 so a lot of people don't even see it as a legal entity that's why the fucking banks were closing people's accounts you know it's 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 interesting because we've, we've chosen to like let it legally exist you know we as as a as a country like you've chosen and it and it's a it's a weird sort of thing to say like okay well even though you could only legally make this like two places but you could consume it all the other 50 places and you could buy it and you can host like you know events in all these other places and you can have people come in and like dance at clubs all over these other places. It's only legal two places. So we're going to treat you like shit the whole time. Yeah. It's completely fucked up. And we'll totally take your tax money. And oh, your, we and want your, your tax yeah. money. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. We want your tax money. They'll get every penny they can out of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and what's crazy is since measure B passed, LA County has lost so much money in film permits because productions aren't filing for them anymore. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're still shooting. They're just not filing them exactly. anymore. Or they're just shooting outside. Because that's easier for a company like to to go through like just like on a on a business owner like line item sense, to go through like prop sixty is way more expensive than just relocating. Exactly. And if you're a big company, that's a no brainer. You oh. relocate and you IP block California. Right, and the majority of the big companies are already have productions in other states. And they're going to see a California pass Prop 16. We all the fuck out of here, and we're going to be pissed about it too. Well, and blocking IPs won't even solve it because there's still physical media. Mm-hmm. So Californians can definitely consume physical media and come after people that way. Hey, at least they'll be paying for it. All right, well... I think we've kind of gone over the horrors of, of Prop Either 60 way, quite a bit. Let's talk about some... Let's just go away from real-life horror, because I'm, I'm done with real-life horror. Let's talk about horror movies. Yes. Which I would like to talk about with you, because Slayer likes like westerns and like weird shit and all this stuff. I, I love, like movies, goddammit! I, so, love, I love westerns, too, but I, I what love... Is, uh, favorite what's the, favorite No um, one cares. Magnificent Seven. Nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, what type? What type of horror movies do you like? No, wait, Fistful of Dollars. Okay, wait. Um, oh fuck wait. yeah, spaghetti westerns. Okay. Um, types of horror. I mean, I love um, so many different types of of horror movies. Um, I'm a a big fan of. Um, of ghost stories. I, although I do talk a ton of shit about, about ghost stories because generally like a ghost story, like involves like, like a haunted house story is usually like something fucked up happened in, in the house and they need like the living people need to solve a dilemma from like 
the dead people in order to get, you know, get out right. of that situation. Like they need to like find a, a body that's like buried in an improper place and like, you know, um, give it another like, you know, resting place. Um, and so that, that's, that's a very common one, but I, what I really, really love in a horror movie is I love a fucking werewolf movie. I love a good werewolf really? movie. Oh. American werewolf in London is I think my favorite movie. That's a super good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been watching all sorts of stuff. I mean, I, I just love the genre. So everything is, is, is good to me. That's a sub. Goodness. Goodness gracious. That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm actually excited because uh, when we were taking a break earlier, we talked about you have not seen Goodnight Mommy yet. No, I have not. And seen we're gonna Goodnight watch Mommy. that. We're gonna great, watch that. It's great. It's very cool. I like um I don't know I like I like a lot of different uh I like all of horror I feel like because I really like the the found footage things I like the foreign things I mean I have a fucking Dario Argento mirror on my wall in my house did you get the chance to see the original Blair Witch in the theaters not in theaters because I, I was did. 11 I, did too. I was yeah. 11 so no yeah I know I'm elderly I mean <laughs> I'm I'm pretty elderly too no uh, but it was but it was always but, a big thing because you know being living in in Maryland and Baltimore and Burkittsville was only like yeah, half hour, that, forty that, minutes away. That or something. was a, another thing that also made it really scary for me. And I actually I went to see it with my mom. Yeah, and, it was it was yeah. scary. Yeah, and, and I mean I do remember like the cultural phenomenon that happened within living in Maryland with that. Even though the Blair Witch is completely bogus, like it's super fake, and there's a lot of other. There are good some, marketing. There are some yeah, scary. It was really good marketing. No, but I mean there like are there are real. some actual scary fucking things in maryland so it was kind of funny that they chose to make like this fictional character for uh burkittsville but good it's, uh, it was very cool it's very cool and it was a it was a big thing especially because it was one of it was probably it was not the first but it was probably one of the first found footage horror movies that actually changed the genre yeah, of horror and, and made and made camp. and made found footage like, like a whole thing no f- no fuck you because i really like found footage uh horror movies if they're well done like there's this one um i didn't i'm throwing shade. Uh, the uh the the director's name is escaping me he follows me on twitter and no shade because i love you but it's this uh, movie i found on netflix it's a found footage movie it's called the houses october built and it's this group of people that decide to go these like underground like haunted houses like these crazy haunted houses and then they're looking for this one that is like super secret super exclusive super horrifying and it's just it's a really dope found footage movie houses october built i'll have really to check it out good. yeah it's really good that sounds good i like that i like that, that yeah place. but but like but i feel like like as much as i love that movie if it wasn't for blair witch project no, probably that, wouldn't have happened yeah. it probably wouldn't have yeah, it it definitely like put that sort of found footage genre like to like a level where everybody was doing a found footage movie, and there's mm-hmm. some well, that complete how, shit out there. But there's well, that some and how really they did, how they did the like, uh, the the marketing prior. Oh yeah, the, like the prior to the marketing, they open public. Yeah, no, and they put out like missing posters. Yes, they yeah. did all types of stuff, and then they had like websites and all this other stuff. Like it was like the fir- it was probably one of the first. Well, I dare say the first viral marketing slash found footage movie situation in the history of horror at least i'd say cinema altogether i can't think of anything in any other genre that did that either Mm -hmm. 
I think I think also what made that like so like so great of like setting that genre off is that like there was you were so used to seeing like video of a certain quality that it made it feel like really believable that like this was actually happening like you oh were, yeah you, you especially know, because they they were no name artists well it was similar to like the 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 first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Where they use these no-name actors, and they were like, you know, this is this is real footage and all this stuff. And because it was people you had never seen before, you're like, you could oh shit, this might be real. And then that put with the you know the marketing was awesome. And I'm not gonna front like the uh, I saw the Blair Witch that was recently put out in theaters, and it was it was pretty good. I saw, I saw it, it too. was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I have not seen it. It was yeah, it was pretty good. Well, uh, Johnny Charlotte and I went. And it was, Where was oh, what, no, and, uh, uh, oh, well, Nikki was supposed to come, but she, where was come. my invite? Well, we were all having sex that day and you're not allowed to be around me when I'm having sex. Cause I've heard your balls smacking on too many people and that's not okay. So you weren't invited. I can show up post coitus. Well, post coitus, but you know, you I, weren't was, fucking in I, the was, theater, too, God I damn was too busy inhaling a scotch egg at the British pub. Oh, God oh, damn it. You left eggs. me out of a goddamn scotch egg. That's, Fuck you. I wanted to make scotch eggs for the barbecue yesterday. And fuck you for that too. God damn it. I wanted to. uh, We're making too much. The show's over. We're done. We're fucking done. No scotch eggs. No fucking horror movies. Fucking redhead subtitle here. Matt, you can operate the board, but you can't have a scotch egg. You can't watch a horror movie with us. No, Matt. What if, the fuck? If we, if we yeah. had scotch eggs, you know, Draven, that's kind of I would have given up. you one. See, if he's we on had my side here. Scotch eggs are really fucking good. We didn't make them. If we did, he would have been invited. It's not, like, it's not like it's not like I made scotch like... eggs and I ate them without him. Okay, yeah, that allegedly. Been a level. allegedly I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. I didn't know. Ask anybody. Well, because also there was way too many porno people over here to make scotch eggs because they'd be like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, more yeah. for me. Yeah, but no, didn't oh, happen. So good. Didn't happen. Still got left out of the horror movie. Still, show's over. We're done. We're done. My feelings are hurt. You know what? The next horror movie we go into. No, no, into- it's too late. It's too fucking late. Done. It's done. No, it's not. It's too fucking no, late. I'm going not. the fuck home. How long Show's am I over. You're basically my brother. You're going to be mad at me for like 30 seconds, and then you're going to be fine. Well, I, I'm pretty sure our audience knows this is a whole fucking bit. So, well, yeah. I'm like, you You saw the first Blair Witch movie, right? No, obviously not. I didn't just say I saw it in theaters. All right, well, then you saw the new one, too, because it's verbatim the same exact Shut the fuck movie. up, Johnny. It Jesus, is, I just started saying how I thought it, it was is, enjoyable and I liked it. It was, but it I'm is, saying by saying the second it's, one, you essentially saw the first one just with color. This is the third one. They had Book of Shadows. No, actually, as far as the canon yeah. is concerned, this is the second one. Book of Shadows was not <laughs> okayed. Well, yeah, fuck Book of Shadows. I mean, but it was I'm saying it's not, it's not in the canon. It's not, it's not the same. It's kind of, you know, 15 years after the fact to say it's not, not the same. <laughs> I'm happy it's not the same because it was garbage. Yeah, I didn't even bother with that. Garbage. Garbage. It was I mean, a- it, it still will totally give you nausea. So be excited mm, for that. Maybe if you're. Well, yeah. no, he gave. Yeah, he got. He refuses to believe that I did not get motion sickness from the movie, but I did not. I'm saying when the first Blair Witch came out and I saw it in theaters, left with motion sickness. When we went and saw the second one, same result. This I totally ate a lot of popcorn during it. And it's like, not the shakiness of the camera. It's that quick pan up from like laying on a fucking blanket to and we're out of tent and we're running through the woods to like pile of sticks. That's spoilers. This is, this is something I've, I've 
I've I've had this conversation recently about this found footage genre is that like sometimes like the camera work is like especially when it's like the premise is like it's a documentary crew that's like maybe trying to find like a real ghost story or like a reality show like the worst documentary crew ever yeah like the a like the camera work is like so fucking like ridiculously bad there's like how could you even get a professional job doing camera work you're just like having like a seizure right. the entire you're time you're like i am a documentary filmmaker i've never heard of a steady cam i mean even if you're trying to be like realistic what person like when they pick up a camera turns the fucking camera on before they pick the camera up because that's like it's what they do it's like pick up the camera and they already have a recording and then they move up no people yeah. pick that shit up and then turn it on right you line up your shot then you Which hit would record. Be way less fucking nauseating. Yeah, they just want to torture you, Johnny. It's true. Just yeah. you. Basically, also, yeah. like well, they won. So fuck you guys. Documentary crews. I didn't make the movie. The second way. Documentary mm-hmm. crews in horror movies always have like. My wife is a documentary filmmaker, um, and they always have like in horror movies they always have like way more equipment. Oh yeah. Um, than actual people who make documentaries and they just happen to have like all these like oh good thing we brought all these like night vision cameras along i'm like <laughs> you weren't thinking about that when you were making this like documentary on alzheimer's like if you've seen uh, the taking of deborah logan oh no was, I, was, like, I was actually gonna the, ask if that's what you were referencing yeah yeah that one i i, I that really one was really good one. though yeah, yeah i thought that one was really good because i i do i can't appre- i really appreciate the well done like found footage yeah you Once. know what? One of probably somebody that we both know saw it recently and commented on because I, I I see him and then I post him on my Instagram. Uh, they commented on my um, this is another like porn person on my Instagram that they were like disappointed and I was like, what? How can you not like that movie? I thought that movie mm-hmm. was really good for like. Have you no, seen I it? No, I like it. No, I have not. But I'm actually kind of curious about your wife in the documentary filmmaking. What uh, she made anything we might have seen? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not for reasons. Fair, fair enough. Anything, but yeah. she um, has has worked. There's a reason I didn't ask Slayer. Well, he brought it up. That's the only reason I even asked. But there's yeah, that's true. I, I did, did bring it up. up. Well, you're gonna have to edit all this out anyway. So I'm a better journalist than you. No, you're not. I I appreciate the question, but I, I no 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 worries no worries. No, I'm gonna like, keep all this awkwardness in actually. That's, you know, it's just like one of those, you know, bizarre stigma things where we want to like... No, you know. no, no worries. I, I well, wasn't no, going to... No, it's, I, and yeah. it's, and it's not, you know, it's I know it's, like, it's, it's not between for, you guys, it's I guess not to it's, put yeah. anything on her. It's easier it's for me to talk about it in my... It's stigma on her, yeah. you know? It's easier for me to talk about what she does in my, obviously in my circles than what I do in her circle. So, so I could probably like tell you well, and no, it would be fine, Well, I mean, I can fine, tell you right now, like there's been, and this is all getting cut out. Well, then let's not say it. Let's just not say it then, because I don't want to do that additional work. Well, I told you to fucking hit the pause button. You did not. Yes, I did. I'll play it back, and you never said hit pause. I don't. I don't think you said hit. Pause. Either. Well, then. <laughs> then how about you uh, lead us into something else, there, uh, topic connoisseur, sir? <laughs> so this one time at band camp. <laughs> topic yeah, no, connoisseur. no, because I played trumpet, and I will out fucking do all of you. So anything else? How many people have you done with your trumpet? Actually, none because it was really expensive, and I didn't want to do that. Yeah, bottle of fluids on brass. I had a, is no I, good. I had a, I had a silver box Stradivarius trumpet, and that shit I was not fucking with. What happened to it? I lived in Baltimore, and it got stolen from my house. And this is what led her to a life of porn, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not. It's not. And at one point, Johnny had gotten me a trumpet. He actually got me a box, but. <laughs> 
the bell was completely it was super dented like the whole bell was fucked up and there hadn't been any type of uh, lubrication in the keys for years and i don't know dry trumpet no good i just i just want to play my trumpet again <laughs> she just wants to blow on a trumpet god damn it the eye fuck you. i was a really good trumpet player i'm like, not saying you weren't I, never I was in a marching that. band. I was in jazz band. Wait, I was in not, all that can shit. Can you not play trumpet now because of that? It's like, no, I can. That, like, I can. I'm just. You just don't own a trumpet right now. The old, like, I still have some of my old, like, mouthpieces, but with not having a trumpet, not having a mouthpiece, um, you have to hold your mouth a certain way okay. to, like, make the noise for a trumpet. Can we you add a to, trumpet to your Amazon wish list? Like, you have to, like. Um, and in order to get, like, because there's only three keys on a trumpet, you have to, it's more muscle control and breath control to get like high notes and low notes and mid notes and everything. So if the longer you play trumpet, the stronger your muscles get. If you don't play trumpet for a long time, your muscles get weak. It's like if you, so you work to, out like, yeah. and then you, okay. you stop working out for a while. So the gist is, she doesn't have the chops she used to, but she could easily get them back if she had a working trumpet. Yeah, I know, because I was like first chair in, in like jazz bands and stuff like that. Like I was a very good trumpet player, and I just miss it. So fans, if you buy Draven a trumpet, she will play your performance on the air of Two Eighty Eight podcast. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll be like, I mean, it's not as sexy as like Jenny and Forrest Gump, but like I can do like a naked trumpet performance or whatever. In your know. college letterman? Because <laughs> I went to college. I wasn't going to throw you under that bus. <laughs> I used to work My at fucking, a, a Forrest Gump themed <laughs> restaurant. My agent is so I'm cute. Sorry. My work, agent yeah. just texted me saying, join us manana, tell your stud muffin too. My agent is gay, so he's way more into my husband than he is to me. <laughs> I should show up and just... Tell your stud muffin. I should come with and just wear a wig. No, he already knows who, who John is. But he doesn't know who I am. Oh, no, he... he uh, it's my fucking agent. He knows who you are. Come on. He pays attention to my shit. Doesn't ever reach out to me. I see how it is. I mean, he acts like he doesn't know who I am. Don't what? Well, that's being cleaned up in post. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to keep an agency and money. <laughs> Cash rules everything around me. Cream, it's the money. A dollar, 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 dollar bill, y'all. Yeah. All right. So where are we at, Slayer? <laughs> we are way past. <laughs> we, we got off track. That was just, oh, we we just we kind of ran into a ditch there for a little bit. We often we're, we're, go way off rails. That's why we record extra time because rails are for other people. We were good. For, where are we at? And one hour and some change. That's change. How much change? Almost two hours. One forty-six. That's a dollar fifty and some change. You piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. You know that. You love that. Come on. Not near the gear. Do it not spray near the fucking. This is goddamn gear. That's a condom on the mic that won't do, catch it. Do not. Don't do that don't, shit. Don't, don't, don't do that don't shit. Do don't, don't, do it. Do don't do it. 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 Still in your rings. Anyways. Go ahead. Hi, Ricky. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me here. We're just uh, we're ready to get started. Yeah, we 
might have been recording this whole time, Mickey. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that whole Prop 60 thing was not just for us. Was it was it good? Well, practice, it's, it's important. Either. It's, it's anyway. super important. And for our lovely, lovely listeners, thank you for listening to all that for us. It means a fucking ton to everybody involved with this show on every fucking level. Mostly thinking more of a heavy thing to the people that do not live in California. If you live in California and you're listening to this, thank you for listening and please take it into account when you go and vote on November 8th. 8th. Yeah, all, yeah, all joking aside about whether we were recording or not, um, Prop 60 is uh, like a serious uh, for foreign performers sissy. and for yeah. that industry, um, for our industry. Um, you know, we're really against it for a lot of really, really good reasons. Most, the majority of the workers are against it. So vote no on Prop 60. Well, Every, even, out, even outside of that, as a porn consumer, it will change porn as you know it. Like what you are comfortable with, what you like to see, everything will change. And if that's all you're worried about, vote no. But if you like to view the performers in this industry as people, which we are, you know, just vote no. It's just, it's a bad scene. It's a bad thing. But what I really want to talk about is, have you seen Goodnight Mommy? I have not. I really want to see it. I watched the trailer the other day. Um, mm-hmm. It has all sorts of like uh, European creepiness, and we we it's it's Austrian. It's yeah. an Austrian movie, and I really like how they do their horror movies out there. Like it's more of a slow burn. It's mm-hmm. quieter. They don't put a whole lot into the very soundtrack. Minimal. Yeah, it's very minimal and quiet tension. Yeah, like they put it on your own personal sense of self-dread as opposed to like the music is telling you you need to be feeling dreadful have you seen um and actually on the opposite end but also european horror have you seen high tension yes yes and that was incredible yeah that's fucking awesome but but good night mommy yes i do want to see it it looks creepy as fuck um it's it seems kind of cool to see um i feel like twins always kind of have this like place in like horror movies as being like evil somehow inherently evil and this seems a little bit of a different direction with that oh, a little bit i mean as i will say there's like, there's definitely like a push pull between the twins but yeah as myself i have like a thing with twins because i personally feel like there is no reason that two people should look the exact same and have the same dna like that's just creepy to me I'm not about that life. So You should be. I see, mean, you can make an awesome criminal if you have a twin. I've seen multiplicity enough. I'm good. But that was cloning, like though. Seeing That's it. cloning. Though. That's it cloning. Like, I mean, was, uh, I was there's thank you. Like, thank, this, you like, thank you both because I was really hoping that that was going to land and someone would say something about it. No, but, I, you, but, you were hoping someone was going to call you on your... On your, your no, no, because I know it's cloning because, <laughs> you know, Michael fucking Keaton. Steve... Kept his pizza in his wallet, number five. I know. Come but, on. But. Well, but I wish I had a twin because I would commit all the crimes and then blame it on him. I've seen so many like shows where that happens. But either way. But that happens just, in real life. Same finger, same that, DNA, it's that, boom. But it's, it's the creepiness of where it is two people with the same shit and the same look and the same everything. And then they decide it's the us against the world complex and how close they can be can be that dangerous that 
don't know. It creeps me out, man. It creeps me out. I'm not about it. Trevor, can you imagine two of me? Come on. It'd be awesome. I don't want to. No, it's, I refuse. It's like the creepiness of like two bodies, one mind sort of thing. Because I feel like you often like, there's this thing about like, twins being like slightly telepathic and twins like having their own yeah they got like their own shit yeah it's very common for like twins to have like develop their own language when they're like little kids like they don't often like remember it as like adults but it's really common for like twins to just develop so do you think that that's like so do you think that's like your scariest genre or of horror or like what's your favorite genre of horror movie that's a tough one i mean or like your top two or three. Like, what do you what do you enjoy watching? Like, if something, like the the review is kind of vague because they're trying to hide all the secrets, but they're like, oh, it's it's this or it's this. Are you like, yeah, I'm done to watch it. I mean, I don't I don't think I have like um, a particular a particular thing. I mean, I there. I mean, there are obviously like genres I love like more than other, but I there's no one thing that I can say is is my favorite. You know, like I love like um, you know I I love like I said, I love werewolf movies. I love like things mm-hmm. about like transformation and like there being like, you know, some sort of like monster right. or some sort of like, um, you know, transformation. Like, no, I, arc, I, yeah, I like you know? werewolves too. That's cool. I like werewolves and vampires as opposed to like zombies. I'm not a big zombie fan. Zombies are fucking boring. Thank you. It's, it's, it's just been overdone. I well, really think it's been overdone. And I think there's some great, there's still always movies that come out well, that, no, like, even so because I, I can I respect like the old school zombie movies but even so it's just it's not my scene well I think, for yeah. the most part zombies are essentially a man versus nature story zombies are just a you know a force of nature they're they're mindless mm-hmm. yeah it, it's like anyway, fighting sorry. a hurricane not, not to interrupt sorry oh. oh sorry you got me going sorry no I, I, I agree it's like you know zombies are the sphere of like this like mindless like overwhelming like mob sort of thing they might as well be a hurricane yeah it's just nature it's just you're fighting a a force it it has no real mind to it it has no real i like a good vampire movie that's always that's always nice yeah i've been a fan of vampires my life have you seen uh only lovers left alive no, that's well, good. Too. That's good. It's it's more of it's more of a love story, but it's a Gus Van Zant movie. Oh, okay, Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they are like this. They're like a, a married vampire couple, and they live in like different parts of the world. He lives in. He's got that like, and he's kind of got like this. He's kind of like a musician in who lives in Detroit. Like Jack White lives like down the street mm-hmm. from him, and then she lives in like tangiers and but they have this like long distance vampire relationship and then oh, wow. I, I won't like spoil but like something happens and so she goes out to you know detroit to like be with him and he's all like depressed and it's it's really interesting how, with the take they go on the vampire mythology of like what do you do with like all of this time that you have and mm-hmm. like how you see in like this world around you and he's like really depressed because of like the humans in the world. He's just like, they just don't fucking get it. Like right. that's, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like ruin it. No, that sounds really dope though. It's, it's really I'm, interesting. I'm really it's into vampires. A, I like, and I like the like old school, like traditional vampires and how they, how they do everything. My favorite vampire movies embrace the vampire. Cause Alyssa Milano is fucking hot. On that oh, note. Yeah. No, it's Mickey. true. She was really hot. In that. <laughs> 
But Come on. she because she was really hot in that. Right. Yeah, See? she was. Yeah. No, she was. I, was I mean, Lana I know, is, but I know is still hot. It's still hot. Yeah. I don't care how many kids she's pumped out. I will crawl over some broken glass for some Melissa Milano. Not much. Yeah, broken same, glass. same. A little bit. I would too. Just a little bit. No, I would all the broken glass. I'd crawl over you on top of broken glass. I wouldn't let you pass. If we're Melissa <laughs> Milano, I'm like a spider monkey. I'm smart. You, I'm fast. I'm quick. I'm quick bitch. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, will, I will smother you to get at Melissa Milano. Smother you. Yeah, no. If you can get faster than me. I don't have to get faster. I just have to hold Sunday, on. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Nope, the fight nope, for I'm Alyssa going. Milano. Broken glass, Alyssa Milano. I'm just going to be running like... I'm going to be fucking running. May the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah, they should be ever in your favor, son. I've been through the Triwizard Tournament. I've been through all that dumb shit. I got you. I bring guns. Fucking guns. I got magic. <laughs> Science first magic. This Sunday on the 288 podcast. Um, To our dear listeners, I may need an alibi this Sunday. No, he won't because I'm going to survive. But I might need an alibi. Except I will just erase y'all's memories with my magic so mickey where can we uh, find you on social media <laughs> okay first i want to say like clearly Alyssa milano will provide the winner with an alibi but yeah. we're just which with is Alyssa me. milano which is me which is me not in the slide which is honey. me i'm sorry have you looked at you and me recently? oh no, no i'm not saying that i may murder you and then Alyssa will well, shoot no, me I down mean, like as nice as your you think your dick might be no, no. I'm, I got the skills, and I can strap on whatever dick she like. No, I'm saying she may shoot me down after I sadly murder you to get at her. No, that ain't gonna happen. I it would no, be really spider depressing. Monkey, like, spider monkey, spider monkey, you ain't gonna find me. Kill my best friend. You ain't gonna find me. I know you and your skills. Is this, is this, I got you. I, I get shot down at the. Nope, door. I know where like, to hide. I murdered my best friend, and then found out like still didn't get none. That is literally a show on ID, but not your episode because I'm gonna live through it, uh, sir. Nope. Nope. Mickey. I really hope Alyssa Milano gets to hear this. God, I wish. <laughs> we'll tag her in also, the post. Also, shout out Christina Ricci. I've been yeah. in love with you since I was a child. Yeah. Not I like would totally change her to a radiator. God, shut the fuck up, Matt. No. <sighs> anyway. Why? What? What's well, in that you? case, he's only going to shut up. If Mickey, where can we find you on social media? <laughs> um, if you if you still want contact with me after listening to me on this show, which they um, will, everybody, yeah, everybody yeah. loves you. You're so um, I'm on Twitter at um, at the Mickey Mod. Um, I didn't choose that name to sound grandiose. It's that somebody already had Mickey Mod, so it's at the Mickey Mod on Twitter. Um, you can I find. Things I would probably promote. I, my stuff is on on kink.com. It's on uh, Evil Angel has the most recent stuff with uh, Black Snake Oil Three that just came out, directed by Aiden Starr. Mm-hmm. Um, check out uh, if you want to know more about Prop Sixty, go to stop60.com. Um, you can also go to the FSC, the Free Speech Coalition. Um, you can find out also more info about APAC at apac-usa.com. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm sure if you have any, if you are, are a little shy, if you have any type of questions that you're worried about, I'm sure you can send Mickey a message and he will be more than willing to answer, especially if you're a resident of California and you want to vote no prop 60, you want to know more about it. Yeah. I will definitely know? send you to, to resources about prop 60. If you have further questions. Yes. And if you don't have questions for Mickey, 
You can ask questions to call the lawyer. Call the lawyer. And shoot your emails to questions at 288podcast.com because Carl will answer your shit. And always. Jesus fucking Christ. It gets longer every fucking episode, doesn't it? <sighs> just finish. That's what she said. No, that's what I say like every week. Just finish. <sighs> Such a comforting sign. Just, just finish, Matt. Jesus just Christ, just... Matt. What is the Jewish Okay, so you can find been? Matt on Twitter at Matt underscore Slayer. You can find him on Instagram as Matt Slayer. Because fuck him. He doesn't know where the fuck he's at. You can find us at, at 288podcast on Twitter, at 288podcast on Instagram, 288podcast.com. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Lipson, SoundCloud, whatever the fuck. Rate us. Tell us we're hilarious. Give us five stars. We're the best. Subscribe. You can find me on at the Doom Doll on your social networks. You can go to dravenstar.bigcartel.com if you want to buy some DVDs and stuff. If you want to buy some custom smut or check out my fucking filthy videos, you can do dravenstar.minivids.com. And until next time, stay filthy, y'all. Stay filthy.